0: welcome to the nino's corner podcast this is beautiful what is that velvet hosted by nick nino's corner battle damn right what's up peace nick battle aka nino's corner man it is thursday night actually early friday morning uh, the first round of the NFL draft is uh over and we got some interesting things to talk about. First off, guys, I actually like the new draft format. It was um faster pace. Uh, it was a lot of uh, time that wasn't wasted during this. I actually loved it, guys. Um, you got to see like a real vibe with the you know, with the kids and their families. You got to see the uh, how the technology was able to be implemented to where we could have a virtual draft. And if you think about it, guys, every year is a virtual draft in the NFL. There are the war rooms. They send in the actual draft picks by email or phone call. They call all of the guys who are getting drafted. They call the NFL front offices to put that draft pick in. So it's already essentially like a like a virtual draft. It's just now that we have to do a virtual draft and the and the kids couldn't go on stage to say well, I shouldn't say kids, guys. These young men shouldn't they uh, they couldn't go on stage like to shake hands, but they were able to um, you know, you know, like basically just be highlighted through the virtual stage of the internet and things of that nature. But let's just start off with that. But let's get on to the draft now. Let's get on to the draft. What were some of my, my biggest takeaways? The Raiders. We all know the Raiders love speed ever since Al Davis. They love freaking speed. And it's a big shocker to me um, that they picked uh, Ruggs as their first wide receiver taken uh, in the draft this year. I thought that CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy were better wide receiver options than, than Ruggs was. However, the Raiders love speed. Ruggs is a guy who's very similar to a to a Tyreek Hill kind of guy, to where if you get the ball in his hands, he can make some magical things happen. It's just that you got to get the ball in his hands in space. And I don't think it's the best route runner, but man, speed kills. And and, and it, you know, there's a couple things that you can't teach, and that's speed and size. And he has speed. We were in a four two seven in the forty at the combine, so he's blazing fast, blazing blazing fast. And so um, that was a bit of a shocker to me. I thought that Lamb or Judy would have been the better pick there, but. Gruden knows how to build a team. And so does Mike Mayock. You know, they're they're the gurus when it comes to to picking players. So we'll let that, you know, simmer in and see what's going to happen. First of all, there were six wide receivers taken in, in this draft in the first round. Six, six wide receivers in the first round. So that kind of tells you where the, you know, like where the league's going. You know, but we'll talk about that later. The 49ers, man, they had a um Uh, A very good draft. At first, I thought the draft wasn't going to be that well when they didn't take a wide receiver and decided to take the South Carolina defensive tackle, who I wanted the Cowboys to take. I thought, man, he's a hell of a player. You know, uh, some of the guys on the on the draft show um, were basically saying that he reminded them a lot of Richard Seymour, the long arms, the big physical body. This is a grown man stature at the age of 21 years old. And I wanted the Cowboys to take him because we need some interior pressure. Even though we got Jared McCoy, we need some interior pressure. However, however, uh, the 49ers got him. Great pickup for them. And I thought the 49ers did themselves a disservice with CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy on the board. Uh, I, I thought that they could have got either one of those guys and been absolutely fine. And then picked up the best player available um, later on in the draft because they traded the pick. Uh, but they traded back in and the end of the first round, guys, to go and get Brandon Ayuke from uh, Arizona State. Oh, man, he's good. He's good. He reminds you like, of a Greg Jennings kind of player. Uh, big, tall physical guy. Well, he's not tall, but he's a uh, long-armed guy. Is He has like an 81-inch wingspan. Uh, when you think about that, he's only six feet tall, but he has a, a wingspan of like 81 inches, and so it makes him almost like a 6'5, six, 6'6 six, six player when he's going up for a ball. So, I mean, he has a hell of a catch rate. He's in a hell of a catch window. Just to put that into in, into some kind of perspective as to what kind of wingspan that is Calvin Johnson had an 82 inch wingspan. Megatron, 6'5, 235, 240 pound wide receiver that played for the uh, Lions and set a ton of records. He had an 82 inch wingspan at 6'5. This guy is six foot even. Not even six, but he's like five foot 11 and like three quarters, but with an 81 inch wingspan, a huge catch radius. And he's fast, too, four, four, three or four, four, five, 40. Great player, man. It's the second wide receiver that's been taken in the first round and consecutive years here under Herm Edwards. The other one was Nikhil Harry, who got drafted by the Patriots uh, last year with the last pick of the draft or the second to last pick in the draft. So. The 49ers didn't take Judy. They didn't take CeeDee Lamb. And uh Judy ends up getting taken by the Denver Broncos. And I was like, oh my God, the Cowboys picking two more picks. You know, guys, I'm a Cowboy fan. I was like, what is gonna happen? Cowboys picked CeeDee Lamb. I was ecstatic, guys. I'm thinking to myself, CeeDee Lamb is I thought was the best receiver in the in the draft. Uh, with my NCN, which is my Nino's corner number, he had uh, like an eighty-point NCN, which was extremely high. It was the highest in college football this year. No, um, oh, actually, it was the highest uh, uh, of the guys coming out in the draft this year. The highest in college football this year was Jamar Chase from LSU. Uh, freaking monster! He's going to be a, should be a top ten pick next year, but. Yeah, Ceedee Lamb was the highest NCN of all the receivers coming out this year with like an eighty-point NCN. To put that into perspective, uh, if you extrapolate that number to the NFL uh, NCN, it it goes over to around a seventy-seven, and it. It it drops down just a little bit because the explosive play numbers for the NFL I count explosive plays in the NFL is 20 yards and explosive plays in college is 15 yards. Uh, you know, however, when you extrapolate that 15 yards over to his 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 20 yard plays, his his N C N only goes down by three points, which shows he's very consistent on on his on his plays. I think he averaged almost 20 yards a catch this year, if not more. I think it was 21 yards to catch. But when you go and look at CeeDee Lamb's film, he just catches everything. Reminds you of a Des Bryant, uh, you know, a 4 five forty, 40 which isn't blazing fast, but very is fast enough. And he's just more quick than than fast. So I was surprised that the Cowboys took him. I didn't know if they were going to be stubborn and not take him. But they took him, and good on him. Uh Good on them. I thought they were going to stick to what they need and not take the best player out there, and he was the best player. He was the best player, so that was amazing. And also, getting Lamb took probably the best receiver in the in the draft uh, uh, off the board, and uh, just a few picks later, the Philadelphia Eagles were drafting, and they needed a wide receiver, so they ended up getting um, uh, Jefferson from LSU – no, no, I'm sorry. No, they didn't. They got Rager from TCU. Who I think an amazing player, too. Really good player. Very fast. Very, very fast. Uh, Texas guys have a bunch of uh, nightmares about him and what he did to us years ago. Uh, well, like two years ago, actually three years ago and last year, two years ago, we kind of hit him, Pat, but Man, what a hell of a player. But the Eagles got him. But I think CeeDee Lamb by far is the better player. Um, so, man, what a draft so far, man. What a draft so far. All right, guys. So the Chargers had a good draft also. They picked up um, Justin Herbert from Oregon. And, you know, they got him with the sixth pick of the draft. Awesome pickup for them. Um he can sit behind Tyrod Taylor for a year or two, because you know, Tyrod is a is a is a valuable asset to to any team. And then they end up getting Kenneth Murray. And Kenneth Murray is a freaking monster. He was an OU linebacker, uh, fast, 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 sideline to sideline, which is what this league's going to. Um, so I thought they had a really, really, really good draft. Now, if you look at the at the numbers that kind of intrigued me with this draft. Uh, six wide receivers taken in the first round and one running back taken in the first round. It's showing you kind of like the, the value of the running back position um, and that, and the running back that got picked was the last pick of the draft. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. The last pick of the first round by Kansas city Clyde Edward um, uh, Herrera uh, from, from LSU, kind of a, a very durable back, doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on him um, because he didn't carry the ball a lot over the past three years. Last year was kind of his breakout year. He can really catch the ball out of the backfield. He's amazing at that, and he just fits that that Kansas City offense so well. Um, he'll be so good in his own read. He can really catch the ball, and he's powerful. Not the fastest guy, but you never see him get caught from behind. He's a hell of a running back, and I was surprised that he got picked over DeAndre Swift and over J.K. Dobbins, but he did. And he's a first-round draft pick now. He's going to a hell of a situation. And he's going to be very good over there. He's going to be very good. He's a three-down back that the Chiefs are going to be very happy that they got. Um, I watched a lot of him this year. He's really, really, really good. Um, But also with this draft, like I said, guys, six wide receivers taken in the first round, one running back taken in the first round of this draft in 2020. Now look at the last three years. Only six running backs were taken in the last three years of of all the drafts. Right. And only seven wide receivers were taken in the first round over the last three years. This year, they almost drafted just as many wide receivers this year in the draft as they did over the last three years in the first round. So just think about that for a minute. Think about that and where the league is going. So the two teams that made the Super Bowl this past year, right? You got Kansas City and you have uh, the 49ers. And both guys, both teams, you said, spread offense uh, and so you have a multiple wide receivers out there that are fast that can run routes well so you had like your sammy watkins and your tyreek hill that that played for the chiefs and you had your debo samuel you had your emmanuel sanders that that played for the 49ers so you had some really good wide receivers out there in the field a couple that with some tight ends like the kelseys and the Kittle and the and the george kittles and you have three potent guys that can catch that ball and they used to throw another wide receiver out there. So you have four receivers. So you have three receivers and a tight end who's basically a big wide receiver, you know, for both of those teams, you know, they can block, but their strong point is the, uh, the art of catching the ball. And you see what the league's going to now. It's a copycat league. So they're seeing what the successful teams are doing and they're switching to that. And it's just so happens that the, that the, successful team the most successful team out there has the best quarterback probably in the last 20 years if this kid if this young man keeps doing his thing and that's uh pat mahomes um so yeah but with this copycat league guys you're having a bunch of uh a lot more wide receivers out there in the league uh less running backs but the running backs that are coming out in that first and second rounds are guys who can really catch the ball that's why guys like like the guy from wisconsin didn't get drafted in the first round even though he had a great season. J.K. Dobbins is not that great of a. He he can catch the ball, but he drops a lot of balls, and he fumbles also just a tad. Um, and DeAndre Swift is a great all-around back, but uh, the guy from LSU can really catch the ball in the backfield. And you're seeing teams want that more in this age of the NFL. But what what is the ramification of doing that? You start to see these linebackers that get picked that are. If you'd have told me that a linebacker was going to be 6'2", 235, 6'2", 37, 6'2", 30, and one is 6'4", 237 pounds, 238 pounds. Those are the linebackers that got drafted in the first round this year. Not the biggest of guys anymore. You guys remember back in the 80s and the 90s, linebackers were 250. 250, rock side, 245, 250, big boys, man. Big boys just out of college, 250, you know? Not no more. These guys got to run sideline to sideline. And so it's so interesting to see that, um, the league, the Big 12 is, is a league that everybody likes to, hey, it's not the toughest to play the defense. But the half of the linebackers that got chosen in the first round come from the Big 12. And why is that? Because they're used to playing the spread offenses, those draw offenses that are being uh, carried up to the NFL. You look at Cliff Kingsbury and Woody Storm with Kyler Murray over there. Um, and, uh, in uh, Arizona, you look at, at uh, what Kansas city's doing with the zone read, Pat Mahomes is a big 12 guy. You know, you look at, you know, so Cal Shanahan, he went to Texas, he's a big 12 guy, you know? So, you know, there's those offenses are spreading multiple and you're starting to see that and you look at a guy like even, um, even Lamar Jackson, he's not a big 12 guy, but he's a zone read quarterback. So, That's being used so much more. And so you need linebackers who can keep up with these wide receivers and linebackers who can keep up with these running backs. So, man, crazy, crazy how small these linebackers are compared to what we have been used to seeing in the league. So, man, Isaiah Simmons, 6'4", 237-ish. Uh, Kenneth Murray, you know, from OU, 6'2", 237, 238 pounds. Jordan Brooks from Texas Tech, two thirty six. Patrick Queen from LSU, 6'2", 230-pound linebackers. He's just sideline and sideline linebackers that all these guys run 4'5", and sub, sub four fives. with Simmons running a 4'3", a, a and uh, I think Jordan Brooks running like a four. A four five one or something like that, four four nine something like that, and Patrick Queen ran for like a four five or something like that. So these are all fast, fast linebackers. Who it's what you need in this league. You know you got to have these linebackers that can keep up with the wide receivers coming uh, coming along the um, the middle and the running backs coming out of the backfield. So my shocker pick for today: Green Bay Packers picked Jordan Love out of Utah State in the first round how similar does this sound to when Aaron Rodgers got picked uh, and Brett Favre was 35 years old and he got picked in the first round and Brett Favre was supposed to mentor his his successor. And now it's like, it's all, it's like deja vu all over again. Jordan Love, is he was drafted in the first round, late in the first round. He dipped and slipped down. And Aaron Rodgers is 36. The pac note they only got a few more years with him, and they are basically drafted his successor. How does Aaron Rodgers feel right now? Because I know he's just thinking, I just need more players. So I can make more plays. It ain't happening anymore. Not happening anymore. So, man, what a wonderful... First round of the draft. I can't wait for uh day two, the second and third round. I think this is where the money's made in the draft because this is where people really do their analysis. So a lot of good players out there, guys. They're gonna be drafting in the second and third round. Um, but my shockers today, Green Bay picking Jordan Love was a big shock, and Dallas Cowboys getting CeeDee Lamb. What a hell of a shock that was. And now you're seeing the the the, the actual turn of the league. Six wide receivers taken in the first round, guys. Six wide receivers. I know this is a deep wide receiver class, but when six out of the 32 picks are wide receivers, it's showing you what this league is going to. It's going to spread offense. We've been saying this for forever. The offenses that we're seeing in the Big 12 are the offenses that that are prevalent in the NFL. And it's the offense, it's, a Combination of that kind of offense, one it actually won the Super Bowl last year. And you're seeing what Cliff Kingsbury is doing with Kyler Murray down there in Arizona straight, straight, uh, uh, air raid offense, and he's killing folks with it. And now I cannot wait to see that offense with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh my god, but okay, we're, we're getting off the draft topic now, guys. We'll talk tomorrow, or, uh, or I'll give you an update on Monday morning, we'll go over. Them. Uh, the day two and day three of the draft, guys. But hey, guys, you guys know I always say, it, man, it's late at night, so I'm just gonna say, do you guys don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment, I understand your brilliance, man. And you know corner, man. I'm glad to go to bed. I'm out. What a draft.